Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Rhino Page. Rhino attended the University of Kansas and is a three-time PBA title winner. Rhino, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, Rhino, usually we begin these shows where myself and Coach K ask the questions of the collegiate player, coach, or whoever we bring on the show. But I think you have something you'd like to talk to Coach K about or ask him a question, don't you? I do, absolutely. Uh, Steve, I've gotten a bowl league here in Duluth, uh, Minnesota, the last couple of weeks. And I can't seem to bowl over 240. And I hear you bowled 300 last night. So uh, I, I need some tips here, buddy, because uh, yeah, they might as well put a blind score in for 230 for me. The, the first tip I have for you is you got to switch hands. Because I can, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you where I, bowled last, where I bowled last night, it was a uh, – and, and it was funny because it is always, you know, a little bit of kind of getting matched up. And, you know, I usually – I don't bring, like, a huge arsenal of balls down with me for league. But, you know, I do usually bring four or five total, you know, including my spare ball. And uh, I juggled around a couple of different balls and did not have a look. I just couldn't, and I just went, you know, this ball to this ball, this ball. All of a sudden, I switched the IQ Tour solid, and then the, uh, it was like bowling in a different bowling center, you know. So <laughs> that's my recommendation. Switch hands and change good, balls. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, absolutely. Well, Rhino, I thought we'd uh, get you on to chat about your your college bowling and first off as a as a boy growing up in san diego why did you choose ku well, it's funny guys that uh one of my uh i guess mentors you could say and my coach at the time kelly Coffin, who was on the pba tour for a while uh he lived in kansas uh for most of his life and when i was trying to figure out where i was going to go to school uh you know i kind of leaned on him a little bit and i said look you know i'm trying to i want to major in meteorology and not very many schools had this. In fact, uh, there was only one, to my knowledge, that had a bowling team, and that was San Jose State. And uh, he says, well, have you ever thought about Kansas? And I laughed at him. I said, Kansas? I'm not going to Kansas. Are you kidding me? He says, well, all you ever talk about is Wichita. Where do you think that is? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and, and it just so happened uh, he knew uh, Coach Fine, who was a head coach there. And so he had Coach Fine uh, contact me, and really uh, our conversation was really good, and, and I liked what he had to say and, and uh, made a visit there. And right when he drove into the, the town of Lawrence, uh, I just knew that, that that was where I wanted to be. It was beautiful. What an awesome place. So, yeah, Lawrence is a, is a cool college town, that's for sure. And you were, uh, you were on the team there for three years, I think, and, and you helped them win their national uh, championship in 2004. Um, mm -hmm. If that's right, tell tell us a little bit about that, Ryan. Well, you know, when I when I first went to school there, uh, we weren't really uh, on the on the radar as far as a team, and and uh, I didn't have any experience really, uh, well, not much experience anyways, as a, in team bowling. And I was very much an individual, and uh, it was it was a growing process really. Uh, you know, our first season we didn't win. I don't believe we won a tournament. And then the second season when we won the national championship, that was the only tournament that we had won all year. And, uh, you know, anybody that's ever bowled nationals knows that it's all Baker. And so, you know, it, it takes a lot of the individual out of it. 
you only get two frames to help your team. And uh, one thing Coach Fine always uh, preached was communication's everything. And uh, I can tell you that week our, our team came together like anything I've ever seen and, and just communicated and talked and, and stayed in the game. And the lane conditions were incredibly hard, and we fought through it. You know, even if we won a match with a 160 game, we just fought through it. Uh, and it was it was just an incredible experience and one of the, the best experiences in, in my career as, as a bowler. So talk about then what what advice you have for someone who's 16, 17, 18 listening to this podcast and still trying to make their choice on where they should go to school. Well, I, I think the number one most important thing, and this is something that I, I preach to a lot of the kids that I work with, is you go to the school for school. You know, certainly if you want to bowl, uh, you know, you want to look at the schools that have a good degree uh, with a bowling program, but Ultimately, when you make the decision, don't make a decision to go to school just because they have a great bowling program because uh, there's so much more to college and, than bowling. Uh, and and you got to be happy with where you're at. And, uh, you know, if you just lean on the bowling side of things, it's, you're probably going to end up uh, not the happiest person on earth. Do you, do you have any eligibility left? Any college uh, eligibility right now? I have I have one year left. Yes, uh, after my junior season, I actually uh, transferred out to Fresno State, and I had intended to to bowl my last year there. But uh, you know, things didn't really work out. So I do have a year left, but I, I'm not sure they'll let me bowl now. Certainly, actually, one of the things I, I really want to do is is coach a college team uh, one day when when I, my career is over. Uh, you know, I've just fallen in love with team bowling, and. Uh, uh, I've been on the ups and the downs as far as a, a team player and, and what to do and what not to do. And, and uh, something that I really enjoy is, is coaching teams. And uh, we, we actually have junior team Storm and Roto Grip now that I work with, basically developing kids into uh, you know pros, hopefully one day, and, and together. So they have a support system. So does, does some of that come from your time on Team USA? Uh, I, I think it did. Uh, you know, my junior year uh, at, at the University of Kansas, uh, I, I grew into uh, the big egomaniac. Instead of being the leader, I turned into the the individual guy, and uh, you know, unfortunately, ruined a lot of relationships. And, and to the point where the team said, uh, "We don't really care if you go to nationals with us, and if you do, it's going to be four guys and one." And and that was a, a rude awakening to me, and and it hurt me very much. But I. Trust me, it was well deserved. Uh, you know, and I think that's when I hit rock bottom as far as a team player. And and there's a lot of learning that came from that. And I wanted to make it right uh, to myself and and to the team, even though that wasn't really possible maybe at the time. And and I think it really uh, it, it helped me look at things differently and helped me be a, a better player on Team USA with for, for my teammates. Not looking at it as it's all about me, but looking at it as, you know, we're teammates, we're just as equal. And it doesn't matter how good you are. you got to work together to, to, to win. So I think that's something that certainly helped me on Team USA. Well, Rhino, what is one thing that you would, because I remember I was back living in the Overland Park in the Kansas City area, and we bowled leagues a couple times together in, in a summer league at Olathe East, and I remember that. And the one thing that stuck out at me is I could see you had the you had the talent. It was like you you were gonna you're gonna be a bowler. You're gonna make it. But it was like you said, it took that that little bit of that maturity level. So what do you think really helped you to to gain that? Was it was it the wake up call, or was there something mentally a coach maybe said to you? 
Um, Coach Fine tried to give me a heads up when things were going south. Uh, I remember the phone call very clearly, and, and I just didn't get it. Uh, I was so caught up in my own world. And uh, I, I think it really took really hitting that rock bottom to understand that, hey, this isn't how you treat your teammates. You know, they give, uh, they give five days a week in practice in the union. You can't just give two. Uh, no matter how much you do outside of it, you have to be there for your teammates. And uh, it, I think it was just something that I had to go through, uh, honestly, to, to really get it. Because, you know, the, the funny thing about bowling is it's, it's really individual. Uh, you know, all the tournaments you bowl growing up and everything, there's, there's no real team in it. And, and so you can grow into that individual player really quickly and, and not even realize it. And, you know, then you get to college. I didn't have the luxury of bowling, high school bowling. So, uh, you know, I got to college, and I'm like, now all of a sudden I have to be, you know, equals with these. I I didn't get it. And uh, I, I think that was just an experience I had to go through to understand that, you know, hey, you gotta you got to be there for your guys. You know, you're, you're supposed to – I was supposed to be the leader, and, and I was not leading by example, that's for sure. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, it's something that I look back on, and, and I'm – very regretful for, but it also, uh, it changed me as a person and it changed my outlook, uh, on team bowling as a whole and everything else. So, uh, unfortunately, sometimes we have to learn the hard way. And, and I certainly did in this case. Well, I, I think that's some great advice, Ryan, as far as, uh, you know, being a part of a team. And, and you said, when you go to college, you're still pretty young and, and there's definitely isn't a lot of experience as far as that goes. And you're thrown into a different situation. And, uh, but, you know, as far as your advice for, for the uh, the younger listeners, the up and comers, I think it's definitely uh, definitely some great information. And, and winning that collegiate title had to have been, you know, your greatest bowling moment in college. What what would you say is your your most exciting or your favorite moment bowling as a professional? I, I think actually it's no brainer. It's when we were in uh, Bangkok, Thailand for uh, the World Championships in 2010, and uh, we were bowling Team Korea for the gold medal, and. Of all things, uh, a five-man team match, we tie. And I'm bowling with Chris Barnes, Tommy Jones, you know, all these guys that I've looked up to for a long time. And they go, you're our guy. We want you in the ninth and tenth frame roll-off. And, and uh, to win the gold medal, that was, that was something that's very, very special, you know, any time. But, but to be the guy that they all went, yep, you're our guy. Go get him. Uh, that, that's something I'll never forget. And can you talk about for how the younger bowlers what they need to do to be, prepare themselves to go overseas to bowl? A lot of the you know Team USA just was overseas this past year in Russia, and what do bowlers need to do? What do what do young people need to be prepared for when you go overseas and have to uh, have to bowl? Well, first and foremost, you you can't be a picky eater. <laughs> you know, uh, whatever food's available there, that's what's available. So you got to be a little bit open minded, and some of the things that they present to you is a little bit uncomfortable and doesn't look very appetizing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, outside of that, it's, it, it's what I tell people, even if they just want to be on tour, is, is you know, you got to be versatile. you got to work hard on your game. Uh, you really need to be a great spare shooter. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, in, in today's game, uh, everybody gets so caught up in striking that they forget about the simple things. And, and spares will save you. Uh, you know, that's spares seem to be the equalizer that will make you or break you. And you, you can't give away pins. And, and so, you know, one thing that when I'm coaching, I always say, you guys got to spend more time on your spare game. 
you know, and, and, and it's funny. My dad always told me, make spares, make cut. Miss spares, miss cut. And, and it's something that I've always, uh, lived by and, and it's something that's helped me be very successful. Uh, so, you know, just simple things like that, really. Uh, and as far as going overseas, like I said, you know, the, the time differences and, and the, uh, a lot of time on the airplane and everything that, that can beat you up a little bit, but, uh, you know, you get, you get through it pretty quickly. And especially when you're younger, it's, it's a little easier to recover. And I'm 30 and I'm, I'm feeling it a little more and a little more every time I travel, but, uh, it really, uh, bowling overseas is, is not much different than bowling here. And, uh, you'll, you'll find more often than not that the people overseas have so much more of a passion for our game and it's, it's refreshing. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, just gotta, you, you gotta know what country you're going to and maybe know a little bit of that language, just saying thank you and stuff like that. And it goes a long way. Hey, Rhino, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit too about your, uh, your wrist surgery. Now we saw you earlier in the year, you're bowling on TV and they were talking about it. You had your wrist wrapped up pretty heavy on TV. And uh, I know you went through some surgery, and you've been kind of on the road to recovery. Kind of give us a give us a rundown on that. Where you're at, what happened, maybe what type, you know, what did they have to do, and uh, and what your prognosis is here for the future. Well, I, I think what happened was uh, the World Series last year. Uh, I, I made three of the four cuts, and you know you're bowling literally from seven forty-five in the morning till ten thirty at night, and then having to do it all over again. And, you know, South Point and I, we've, we've had our moments. <laughs> and, and one thing I learned there is, especially later in the day, I've, I've got to throw it hard, uh, you know, because of front lane hook so much. And, uh, you know, so day three, day four, uh, I, I started to swell a little bit, and I'm throwing it literally as hard as I can. Uh, and I, I hung on to a couple shots. It didn't come off. And uh, I, I think that's when initially I, I really injured myself. And, you know, I fought through it for, for quite a while, and it got to April when we went to uh, the regionals out in Hawaii, and I, and I knew I couldn't make it anymore. And I remember having a conversation with Norm Duke, and what it ended up happening was I tore a tendon uh, in my wrist, and I partially tore a ligament in my hand. And uh, <clears throat> the surgery that I went through, the doctor basically told me if uh, if we were going to give a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being brain surgery, you know, the surgery is a 6 for you in your career. Uh, you know, it's it's. It, I understand you being scared, and, and I want you to understand the reality of it. And thankfully, you know, two days after surgery, my doctor said, things went great. That was so much better than what I was thinking it could be. And he said, you'll be back to bowling in uh, six weeks. And, and uh, you know, the whole nine yards, I'm thinking, really? Well, he didn't tell me I'd be back to bowling with eight pounds. <laughs> so uh, the road to recovery, as far as that, has been very slow. And, and you know, I've had to I had to really be careful, like bowling back-to-back days and stuff like that wasn't the best idea. And, uh, you know, certainly physical therapy is something that's helped me a ton. But I've worked my way back up to uh, 14 pounds now. And uh, as far as the schedule... Uh, it looks like I'll get back to 15 pounds probably right before Detroit. So that's something I'm excited about. Maybe I'll get some of them uh, week sevens out of there. <laughs> so do you notice any difference since you're you're working your way back up? Any difference in your game? Is there anything that people, when they watch on TV, when because when, we all know you're going to make another show and we're going to see you on ESPN coming up here shortly. What can, what are, is there anything, any difference in your game? Uh, one thing you'll notice is I back down on my hand a little bit. 
you know, I, I can't, I can't cut my wrist like I used to. Uh, that just beat me up pretty good. Uh, so you, you might see a little less rev rate. Um, outside of that, nothing's really changed. And, and people actually ask me, they're like, how do you throw 14 and it doesn't affect your timing? I said, well, you know, I've worked my way back from eight pounds. I don't really remember 15. That was a while ago. <laughs> so it feels quite normal to me, actually. And even moving up from 12 to 14, it felt like I was moving up to 20 pounds. Um, so it's it's been a little bit interesting as far as that's concerned. But, um, yeah, outside of uh, just lower rev rate, I mean, I still seem to have my, my ball speed if I need it and, and everything else. So uh, you shouldn't see much difference anyways. Yeah, we definitely, I can tell you on, on this side from the ball development side and production side and R&D, you know, we do work pretty hard. And, you know, we know Victor Marion really well, our director of R&D, and he does a lot of our weight block designs. And he spends a lot of time trying to design, you know, the weight blocks that you do get for performance uh, in, you know, RG and differential and core dynamics and the 14 pounds like you do a 15. And it really wasn't always that way. You know, there many, not too long ago, you know, you would drill up a, a 14 pound ball and it may have drastically less performance than say a 15. And that's really not the case today. Oh, I, I could agree more. And, and in fact, before uh, I went to Japan, uh, Victor was the one I called and I said, uh, you know, some of the balls are, are different as far as weight blocks and others aren't. And I said, Victor, I need, I need an arsenal here that uh, isn't so drastically different from 14 to 15, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he really helped me out and worked me through that, and, uh, and it paid off big time. I mean, I finished in the, in the top, uh, what, 16 in the Japan Cup with 14 pounds. So um, you're certainly right. There is a lot of good technology uh, today. And one thing that even Del Ballard, our, our ball rep on tour, told me, he said, man, you don't got a wrench on it. He says, technology is so good, just let it work. And, and, and that truly is uh the way you got to do it. I was going to say, there's so many coaches out there that you hear that that's what they say is let the ball do the work. You don't need to, to have that high, you know, high rev rate in that hand. And, and I think, you know, a couple of guys on, on storm staff are living proof of that in, in Norm Duke, you know, Norm can do whatever he wants with the bowling ball, but you look Norm seemingly when he's on his a game, it's playing up the, up the twig and, uh, and just uh, scoring where no one else can score. So Rhino, want to thank you for joining us today. This is very insightful. A lot of great knowledge. And I think a lot of people that are listening that are 16 and 17 are going to be able to listen to this and take it from someone who's a little bit closer to their age as opposed to us old-timers in quotation marks like myself and, and Coach K. So I, I appreciate you coming on and, and being so honest with us and, and really opening up today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.